0: Chair, staff is ready when you are.
1: Good evening, welcome to the Wednesday, June 28th, 2023, 5.30 p.m. Utilities Rate Advisory Commission meeting. This meeting is now called to order. Will the Kirk please call the roll to establish a quorum?
0: Thank you, Chair. Members, commissioners, please unmute. Commissioner Zito? Present. Commissioner Thomas? Absent. Commissioner Johnson? Here. Commissioner VanderWolf? Absent. Commissioner Lee? Present. Present. Vice Chair Gratsky. Absent. And Chair Fidel? Present. Thank you. We have a quorum. I would like to remind
1: members of the public in chambers um, that if you would like to speak on an agenda item, please turn in a speaker slip when the item begins. Um, For members of the public who wish to join virtually, please refer to the agenda for the Zoom link. Once you've joined the meeting and wish to speak, raise your hand to provide public comment when the chair confirms the public comment speaking period for your desired item. Do you want me to read about these? Yeah. Online, if you are online, click on raise hand on the bottom of your screen mobile app in the mobile app you can raise your hand by tapping the raise hand option in the more tab telephone if you're calling in via telephone to raise your hand dial not star nine then to unmute or mute dial star six speakers will be called on by the last four digits of their telephone number you'll have two minutes to speak once you are called on after the first speaker we will no longer accept speaker splits and the raise hand feature in the zoom will be disabled we will now proceed with today's agenda land acknowledgement. If everyone who is able, please rise. Please rise for the opening acknowledgments in honor of Sacramento's indigenous people and tribal lands. To the original people of the land, of this land, the Nisenan, the Southern Maidu, Valley and Plains Miwok, Patwin-Winton peoples, and the people of the Wilton Rancheria, Sacramento's only federally recognized tribe, May may we acknowledge and honour the Native people who came before us and still walk beside us today on these ancestral lands by choosing to gather together today in the active practice of acknowledgement and appreciation for Sacramento's Indigenous people's history, contribution and, and lives. Thank you. Please remain standing for the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Thank you. Our first business today is approval of the consent calendar. Clerk, are there any members of the public who wish to speak on the consent calendar?
0: Thank you, Chair, I have no speaker slips and no speakers with their hands raised on this item.
1: Thank you. Are there any commissioners who wish to speak on the on this item, the consent calendar? Is there a motion and a second for the consent calendar? I move. To, I move. No move. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a second? I second. Thanks. I have a motion by Commissioner Lee and a second by Commissioner Zito. Will the clerk please call the roll for the vote?
0: Yes. Thank you, Chair. Commissioners, please unmute. Commissioner Zito? Yes. Commissioner Thomas? Commissioner Johnson? Yes. Commissioner Vanderwerf? Commissioner Lee? Yes. Vice Chair Groutsky? Chair Fidel? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes.
1: We will now proceed to the discussion calendar. Um, item 1. Is there a staff presentation for item one, which is um, the annual, wait, there's another one. No, the minutes were already approved. For annual work plan template discussion.
2: Uh, No, there's not a staff presentation.
1: Okay. Then I will go ahead with that. Um, So the background for this, is that I'm trying to propose a work plan to the Personnel and Public Employee Com- Committee. Um, this is a program that was developed by Clerk Cuppy. She started it last summer. She wants all the commissions to turn in proposed work plans for the E Commission's approval. Um, they are now, I think, trying to get together 2023 plans. I have looked through the PMPE meeting um, notes. And only two have been submitted before, already. Um, the first is the police the Police Review Commission, and the second is the Ethics Commission. When I asked Claire, Clerk Cuppy if there is a template for this work plan, um, she sent me the one from the Ethics Commission, which is the one that is attached to your agenda. Um, and so if we look through what the ethics Commission one looks like. It's here. It's attached on item two. There's a draft sample. It looks like this. Um, there's not a ton in it. And I guess my first question is, is it clear who authors this work plan? Is this authored by the commission? Is it authored by staff?
2: Uh, the annual work plan is authored by staff and then goes before the commission for approval.
1: Okay, and. Um, do you have any materials on it prepared that, that are ready to look at? Or, no?
2: Uh, no, not on okay. okay. so
1: we're Okay, so we're looking at this for the first time. Um, there's a front page. There's a Section A that has the powers and duties of the Sacramento Ethics Commission. I assume that that matter is generated by staff or legal and starts it off that way. Um, and then... All the way on what is page five of six, they have perhaps half a page on 2022 highlights and accomplishments. And so, taking this as a basis, um, we held five meetings. We could talk about them. They were mostly, we listened to reports, is, I think, mostly what we did in 2022. And... um, Then there's a little bit of material on commission resources. We met for almost exactly four hours last year, three hours and 59 minutes. And then on page six is the exciting part, 2023 project priorities and objectives, and that is blank. (laughs) We don't have much of a template for what to go on. Um, If we look to the police review commission, Theirs is almost entirely the work they would like to do. They don't have any of that front matter. And what they have is what looks to be an Excel table um, with a couple pages of work of what they'd like to do. They have three action items and a lot of actions under them. And they, um, uh, they they, they call out that they would need to create this work that the, it's up to the committee commission members, committee commission members to to do this work. Um, And so these tasks are, have a section for who would be generating this as well. So of the two templates, one is sort of blank, the other is an Excel table. Um, So I think if we want to do this, since we'd only be the third commission to turn in a work plan, as far as I know, it's still a little bit up to us what we turn in. We don't seem to have strict guidelines yet. Um, so if we, and then and, and I think that's all of item three. I think that's our walkthrough of what we've seen of work plans so far. And I guess I'll ask if anyone knows of any other guidance.
2: Chair, I, I believe that um, Our our work plan that we're going to be working towards is going to be listing the 2023 accomplishments and then planning for uh, work projects for 2024 Because it's based off of the calendar year.
1: Oh, that was another question I had which is Are these work plans for a year following submission or work plans for a calendar year?
2: Um, It'll be the year following submission
1: so, if we turn in a work plan now and optimistically get it heard in July or August PMPE meeting, we would still only be proposing work that would be completed in 2024. There's no point in us planning out materials for the rest of 2023.
2: Uh, I'm not aware of a current process to submit now. My understanding is that they would be reviewing annual work plans at the beginning of 2024.
1: Oh, they said that at the end of 2022, that they'd be doing 2023. Um, oh, oh, Okay. Um, so I, I guess I'm – what are we planning for, if anything? We could generate a work plan to do work in 2024? We, we have no work plan for 2023? I mean, I, I just don't know. But, and I don't think, I don't, I'm not sure anyone knows.
3: Yes. <laughs> <it try>? Okay. <laughs> um, so I think the issue is that um, the clerk is working with all these commissions to figure out what would be ideal to be able to do and that process is still being engaged in. Brian was able to reach out and get the information that we've gotten at this point and I imagine within the next six months here, we're probably gonna get more. As more people ask questions and things get clarified, the process will become clearer. It isn't terribly clear at this point when you look at the template. Um, The way DOU would see this at this point from what we know is we would incorporate, uh, the things that we've presented to the commission, uh, the reports that we've given the commission to try to develop what the highlights for 2023 were. Um, and then the work plan obviously, which we will talk about so we can plan for that next year and figure out what we need to do. Um, but yeah, there isn't, a whole lot than we would put at this point in time, and I think it's because we're playing a catch-up game, right? We we know this is required. We haven't had that opportunity to establish it for 2023, um, but preparing for 2024 would hopefully mean that that next report that comes out that next calendar year will be a little more substantive um, than this one will be. Um, we agree that based on what we're seeing right now, it doesn't seem to have a whole lot, but You have to start at some point in time and this essentially is our starting that reporting process Um, so you know aside from putting in what we've presented what we've given reports on into that accomplishments section of the report we're open to if the commission thinks there's anything that could be included but obviously what what did we talk about um, during the 2023 calendar year is about the extent of of what we can put in there. So yes, um, I kinda agree with uh, the hesitation that it seems like we're gonna go through the motions for the first one, but it will get better with the next report after that. If that makes sense, because we'll be planning what we wanna do in the next calendar year and then do it in 2024 to be able to report out in 2025. Um. I know that's not a whole lot Um, (laughs) but we've been trying to engage and we will continue to do that as updates are made um, and and information comes out from the clerk's office in terms of what this is gonna look like Um, we will share it um, so we can all try to achieve the goal that's ahead of us but there is a lot that's still unknown and part of it is the process the process is still being refined so you have a template, but it isn't like a final, this is what everybody has to do. That seems pretty clear. <laughs> so, yeah, um, that's as much as we have as well.
1: Okay.
4: Um, other commissioner's thoughts? I, I think one of the issues that was brought up before is the deferred maintenance. So I think that should definitely be an issue that um, have some kind of plan what we're looking at I think they threw out a dollar number which was shocking to me as well as new infrastructure that needs to go on at the same time so that's kind of like do you repair the old or you just scrap and start I mean that these are issues um, you know protecting some of the rate plans the um, the Sura program and things just making sure they're working the way that they're supposed to be working And with with limited impact to consumers because we just, you know, the rate increases are not going to be welcome to anybody. And that's something to consider. How do we do all this and keep on top of it without? I think
3: that's the next item on the agenda that we're going to discuss. And for sure, establishing the the FY, no, sorry, not FY, calendar year 24 work plan is going to be important. um, So we know what we're going to work on in the next year. Other
1: thoughts on item 3 um, on the, the nature of these work, prop, work plans which isn't yet well established. Is this specifically things for this commission to do, that's what we're discussing, <clears throat> beyond what we already do, which is listen to reports and then decide on whether we're recommending rate increases via Prop 218? yeah beyond that beyond that if we want to go beyond that okay including all the limitations we discussed at the last meeting yes okay thank you Uh, i know i think it was you who sent out an email asking for other ideas from the commissioners i mean is do we have a summary of what those are you have them okay i'll be quiet now Anything else from our commissioners on item three? Okay, I, I guess I'm still at a loss um, to understand whether there's still an option for us to examine any of these issues in 2023. Um, there are July, August, September, and October, and I there's no November, December. I understand that August and 23rd both include DOU presentations. Um, I had wanted to go through the pnpe commission to to get an established work plan but if we can't bring anything to them really until 2024 um, are we not expecting to broach any of these topics in the remainder of
3: 2023 so i think we can discuss um there's six basically six less than six months left um in terms of of what do you can do working with the Commission um, but I think there are options um, I know um, do use proposal is um, there are topics that I think the Commissioners need to learn more about that we can bring that information to the Commission to meetings to do presentations and then figure out what additional information might be needed to help the commission see some of what uh, we engage in. Um, so we would be open to that. Um, it's just to be mindful of how much we're taking on in the next period of time. But yeah, I, I think. Um, and so I think we're looking forward to the, the next item on the agenda to see okay. <laughs> where we all end up and, and what we'd like to see. Um, and and that would become that, that FY24. <laughs> sorry, I'm so used to speaking for school year, the calendar year 24 um, work plan, but we can talk about what can be done in in this period uh, until the end of this year. Um, Definitely open to that. Great. We we appreciate that. Thank you.
1: Um, Thank you. Clerk, are there any members of the public who wish to speak on this item?
0: Thank you, Chair. No, we do not have it on in chambers or online. Thank you. Great. Are there any commissioners who wish to speak on
1: this item? This item is for review, so no vote is required. We'll move on to the next item. So item four is, is it four? Three. Item three is review and select annual work plan topics for calendar year 2024. And under um, this item, in our in our materials, was a summary table with the ten items that we recommended. That. That's okay. Um, maybe you guys could share. Or is there an extra one that we have? Yes. Super. Okay. Okay. Um, so I counted up ten items. These are the summaries. Um, is this something you want to talk about, or am I, is it just me again?
2: I'm, it's not a staff presentation. Okay, okay,
1: sure. So th- this is um, the summarization of our items that we suggested that we work on. Um, the first is, a, um, the first listed, I don't think these are prioritized or ordered or alphabetical, was DOU 2025 Strategic Plan Progress Report, and that was an independent review of the DOU Strategic Plan Implementation Tracking Document, the second one is a sustainable fundings mechanism study and review. Survey of approaches to identify practices that protect ratepayers from unpredictable rate increases. Item three is a deferred maintenance progress report, um, and that would be an update on DOU progress on deferred maintenance. Item four is coordination with rate, agency, agency, rate agencies on increases, and this is... Um, Let's see, a request for presentation on what has already been accomplished here. Oh, and this, I guess, is uh, coordination on increases?
3: I believe that's right, yes.
1: Uh, yeah, so if, if that's not it and it was your item, let us know. Um, coordination um, of develop, development impact fees and utility rate increases, so information on how to coordinate those. Item six is providing water um, to unsheltered people and that is looking at the ability of of DOU to provide water to unhoused people. Um, Item seven is climate drivers affecting rates. Um, On the climate side, smoke, heat, and other um, climate effects may affect rates. On the Climate Action Plan, electrification, or there may be other issues that affect rates. Item eight is a low-income assistance programs, and we are looking at are there any alternatives to Sura or in addition to Sura? Then a couple items from um, recycling and solid waste. Um, I talked to John Febo, and he proposed a presentation on what they've done with the previous rate increase um, and all the cool environmental things they did with that. And then I wanted something that I would have liked at the beginning, which is just um, an understanding of what drives rate increase. What are the drivers of rate costs at recycling and solid waste? So... Um, uh, what are the contracts they hold, what are their labor costs, what are foreseeable costs from the city's climate action plan, just sort of an understanding of why their costs change, what makes up their costs. So those are the items on um, that, that we thought we might like to hear, um, collected in person and also by email. And... Um, we could prioritize them. We could select them. We could, there are 10 meetings in the year and 10 items here. We could um, decide that we aren't interested in some of them. Um, I, I believe these also need to be reviewed to see whether they're in our purview. Um, I don't know if that's happened yet.
3: I'll let Mike Voss speak to that.
5: Um, Chair Fidel, I think all of these reflect, um, we, we had talked a number of meetings ago about the difference between setting rates and service levels and how this commission isn't really supposed to weigh in on service levels but is on rates and then we talked that there can be a connection between them and so it's a little bit hard to parse out what drives rates and what is purely service levels. I think there might be some issues here with providing water to the unhoused, if that's a population that doesn't pay rates and we're only talking about service levels. Um, it could be working with staff that were able to work through some of those issues and you a presentation. I know that Department of Utilities has been exploring those efforts. Um, so that would be the one that I think there might be some issues to work through. And I believe the other nine are within the scope of the URAC to the extent that they do um, address rate drivers, rate timing, and rate-setting issues?
1: I, um, DOU checked with me about item 6. It was the one I proposed. And I actually thought that that was an appropriate one for us to look at in our, um, in our, our use as a connection to the community. And I don't want to jump ahead on this, But my understanding is that um, to provide water to people who are unhoused, now we need to find some organization to assume those costs. And it struck me that this commission is a body that could reach out to organizations to assume those costs in a way that DOU or the city can't. We can perhaps be that bridge, or we could hold a meeting here that explains this to the public and... um, explains what would need to happen, and invite people from that um, advocacy community to try to make that connection. And so I was thinking of the commission in our facility as bridges to the community on that item. Um, I, I know the city can't go out and ask a nonprofit to assume these costs, but maybe we could, since we're not the city, but we're in between. And that was my reasoning for maintaining
5: this item. Chair Fidel, let me respond to that. The commission certainly is one of the roles is uh, liaison between the city and the community with respect to rate increases. Um, and I think that it would be worth taking this item into consideration and following up with Department of Utilities and conversations with you about how one would go about Scheduling it, and so if this commission tonight decides that it is something that it's interesting in, um, we'll work on presenting it in a way that falls within the purview of this commission. Super.
1: If that's also okay with DOU,
3: I so. This and a lot of the items that are listed, I do have questions on, right? I I have to try to figure out what support are you looking at from utilities and can that be supported with existing resources? So um, for example, on the water for the homeless, my boss mentioned that utilities has done some research in terms of what could be done. Um, And yes, the item uh, related to what you mention is that if there is a nonprofit that perhaps uh, paid for the water that was being used, it could be set up in that way. So for example, if somebody had a property, they're a nonprofit organization. We would set up a, a faucet, a tap where the homeless could go and, and get water, and they would pay for it as long as the, the water is paid for. Um, we've looked into that and then left it at that point because it was impossible for utilities to to take that forward. Um, We actually did a memo that we shared with Council Member Valenzuela because that question had come in from her. Um, We also did research with other water agencies in terms of what they were doing. We had heard about East Bay Mud doing something along uh, the lines of providing water. We looked into the details, and that is what they did to meet the requirements of Prop 218. Um, So from the utilities perspective, it feels like we've... We've investigated and looked at what the options are, and we have that information available. I'm just not sure what support beyond that would be required from utilities. Um, and we, I need to understand that a little better. OK. Um, and so
1: maybe if, if this committee, commission, decides that they want to pursue this item, we would develop that work as well. OK. All right.
3: That sounds good. OK. Um, so
1: we have 10 items and we have a future year in 2024. Um, We could prioritize these or we could, I could send down a ranking mechanism to you guys. I I mean, or we could have, sorry, the staff send out a ranking mechanism to you guys and you could rank them. Um,
3: Can I ask about it? a question um, so as we went through uh, the items on the list there are questions that come up related to some of these do you want me to ask those now do you want me to wait okay <laughs> I <have> a process. <laughs> um, so we'll, we'll just go from the top from the first one we'll go down the list so the first one the the DOU 2020 to uh, 2025 strategic plan um, the description is uh, URAC doing an independent review of the strategic plan uh, implementation tracking document. Um, my question is um, one of the items that w- we had on the list of things we were going to bring to URAC was bringing that strategic plan for discussion, presenting on what's in the strategic plan and what are the items that were moving forward. Um, obviously, a presentation of where we're at with the strategic plan, what's in there, where we're at with uh, implementation, and reviewing the full plan with the implementation, a slight, slightly different things. Um, so just understanding what the intent is to figure out where we can land. That wasn't my item.
1: So if it was one of our items, we can.
6: That was my item. Thank you. Um, I think the, the intent with the idea was to, um, and I'm not necessarily, necessarily sure it would the idea of independent review, maybe we would be working with you because I believe you already have your tracking documents. So if we could get some reports on items that affect service rates that are things you're already um, paying attention to and have action items on, getting an update on where you are with your own internal tracking um, was the intent of the idea.
3: Okay, that helps. Um, because it's making it it's specific. Um, so I, I think that's something that, yes, we can do. Um, we're already tracking our strategic plan, uh, the implementation, making sure that it's, it's linked to um, the, this, the, the rates uh, that, that we uh, collect. We can do that. Um, and then we can incorporate an all-round presentation to cover the other items that are in there, just for informational purposes. Um, so we can do that. That's something doable. May I, may I ask, um,
1: could, could you please let us know if any of these ideas lend themselves to something we could do this year just at one of our meetings without having really to take it to a work plan for the, um, to the p and seems, If any of these seem appropriate just to go ahead and do them this year with our remaining four meetings, um, that would be great for us to know as well.
3: So I think the first one on on the strategic plan is something we were planning on presenting to you anyway. So I think that is something that we can bring this here without having to wait for PNP to make a decision. One down, okay. And then, if you oh, just the next to item. Use, yeah. So, uh, sustainable funding mechanisms, uh, doing a study review, uh, survey of approaches to identify practices that protect ratepayers from unpredictable rate increases. Now, um, this is where I need to clarify is this something you, as commissioners, are looking to engage in? Are you looking to work with DOU staff on doing a study to figure that out? Um, What I will share with you is we are going to have to go for rate increases at some point in the future here. DOU is starting that process of engaging a consultant to bring on board who we can work with um, to figure out what rate strategy options are available, uh, what the best practices are, and then looking to see where we will go. Uh, we're also engaging um, with the uh, City city Auditor's Office, this is still in early stages, we're just talking about a scope of work, um, to do an independent uh, fund review of both our water and our wastewater funds to help us figure out when we think we're going to need those rate increases. Uh, they also look at other similar agencies for comparison. So considering all of those things, which is DOU is engaging in study and review, but it is long term. It's nothing that's going to be completed in a short period of time. I need to understand if that's sufficient and we bring that information to commissioners uh, at a meeting like this, or is there a separate need to engage in that from commissioners? I'm not clear on what that item is related to. Well, thank you for that update. That was
6: that was my second item idea that actually came out of our discussion at the last meeting, and I'm really glad to hear that you're already engaging in a process with a consultant because this this idea was definitely a big big vision kind of idea, and I had originally envisioned the idea as maybe even partnering with some of our local universities, the expertise we have in regional planning groups. Um, to try to survey nationwide looking at the scope of what other other utilities, similar size and maybe service levels as ours realizing that we're kind of all in the same boat and trying to learn from what other um, people may be having success with. So I I think it's great that we're already bringing some professionals on board. And if there's anything we could do as a commission and some of our liaison work to maybe connect with some academic research institutes that might be able to help um, supply data and analyze data for that mechanism. Have you guys already developed your RFP?
3: Yes, we're, the one we're working on with the auditors' office, and I'm looking at Ryan because he's leading that effort for us. Um, the one with the auditors' office, we're ju- we've just completed that process uh, of, of putting that scope of work together and, and publishing that RFP, um, and and so. We're we're engaging in that, and we like to use the auditor's office because of the independent approach to it, that it's not DOU-influenced in any way in terms of DOUs connecting directly with the the consultant. Obviously, we're involved because they're going to ask us for data and information we're going to provide it. But we like to do that. We actually did that with our stormwater um, fee that we moved forward through the ballot uh, to make sure that we had outside agreement on the process, the path we were going um, to pursue. To your point, uh, Commissioner Johnson, about engaging and understanding what other uh, agencies are doing. Um, We also participate in the industry. And we do this across the board for everything we do. Uh, But specifically on rates, Ryan and I just had a conversation in our one-on-one the other day. Um, The AWWA, that's the American Water Works Association, uh, puts on seminars and conferences um, on different topics. And there's one coming up in, is it August, Um, that talks about rate setting. um, And ensuring your rates are are affordable and looking for strategies for um, affordability. Um, So we have a few staff members who are going to be attending that conference and bringing information back to us. Um, So it's working with consultants but also learning ourselves what other people are doing and then putting all that information together to help us ensure that we're making the best decisions as we move forward uh, with rate setting and um, also the idea of of eliminating uh, the unpredictability of our rate increases. I know when I stepped into the director position, for me, that was the first thing. Um, We have to stop doing this every few years where we go sometimes with these double-digit increases. We have to figure out what regular increases would look like. Now, I don't know if it's going to be palatable to council and, and to the public, but we have to present two options, right? Here's the way you do it, the way we've historically done it, but here's how you could do it if you do it more reasonably on a regular basis. And what does that look like? And, yes, how do we figure out the needs in the long term to make sure whatever those incremental increases are, that they're sustainable and that they meet our needs internally. And so, yes, there's a lot of work that needs to go into that, but that's part of the reason and part of what we're going to do with the consultant when we contract is I want to see both scenarios and I want to present that forward to figure out which path we're going to pursue and what that's going to look like for the city. Um, So, yes, there's a lot of work. I mean, we're not going to be talking about this for three, four years in terms of actually moving rate increases forward, but this is the time you get everything ready to be able to get to that point to make the decision, and you all will be learning as we engage in that process. Um, I know from the scope of work that we put together uh, with the auditor's office, we're including presentations to URAC where the consultant will come in and talk directly to you, share information. You get to ask questions. Um, so that hopefully, we're keeping you aligned with information as we're moving forward, and we're not playing the scramble game at the end when we're trying to move it forward. So that's just my thought process as we're moving forward here.
6: Um, a question for you would be: Do you is there any support as the commission and our work as taking on kind of the community liaison role? that we could support the effort you're doing in this research topic. You've got an RFP out for your consultants. Is there anything we could do as a commission, if if we decide as a commission that we were interested in this item, um, that we could do on the liaison side getting any other people who might be interested in this topic to supply research and data like maybe some of our local universities?
3: I think if there's research that's available that folks have engaged in and and information they can share, I would say yes, because you never know if it's stuff we've seen before or maybe we haven't been aware that information's available, so I would say yes, you could share that information with us. Um, In terms of of data analysis, I think we have to think about that um, a little more in terms of the data we have available. probably talk to our fiscal staff as well to see what might be helpful uh, in terms of what analyses can be done uh, by by different people. Um, If you have specific ideas of groups that engage in in, um, the arena of of rate setting and and looking at available data, perhaps we could have conversation because sometimes that might set up some light bulbs for us, right, that we're not aware of that we could engage in. this is an area we haven't necessarily engaged in or thought about, um, so I think we need to yeah.
7: come in. Yes. Evening, Commissioner Ryan Pham, your business services manager. Uh, Commissioner Johnson, we do know that the University of uh, North Carolina, they are focused a lot on utility rate. so. Uh, we would definitely, like Pavani said, consider any option that we can to to support. My concern is this. My concern is we have to be in position where we have to compare apple to apple. For example, we have a combined system. We want to compare compare ourselves with similar city, with similar rate, similar population kind of stuff. So. Those thing you can send, Pavani. You know, hesitation is because that's what consultants supposed to be doing for us. They know what best practices. In addition to Pavani said, uh, to share with you earlier, I participate in a California Finance Officer Association where rate and affordability are really m- much dominate in our industry. In addition to the uh, utility industry as well. So, would definitely uh, would love to get your support. Uh, The part that I felt that was very uh, tangible and was very helpful to us is your advocacy role. Because once we have a rate settled, as far as the methodology to prevent, we need you folks to communicate to your constituency. And that will serve us well. It allow us to kind of get your support in supporting us to present Reasonable rate uh, adjustment. I happen to agree with Favani on doing historical stuff is very stressful uh, because you have a not only for us but for the community because you have a 9, 10, sometimes 12% increase in the past. It's not sustainable for us. So you are basically on the right track. And uh, I believe Favani is gonna take us uh, there under her leadership and we'll t- pretty much welcome your support on reach out to the the, 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 the university. Maybe there's a local university like Sac State, UC Davis, although entity we, Favani is correct, we haven't frankly reached out to them but we'll welcome that as well. Thank you Favani. Thanks Ryan. Th-
6: thank you, to, I, I'm excited to hear about the UNC program and I think that's really kind of in terms of this idea for the commission who might be considering it, I think it was kind of born of the idea, hey, maybe there's, if we know the right professors, maybe there's some grad students who not necessarily want to analyze your data, but want to help collect this nationwide data, and maybe, you know, we find out what UNC is doing and see if anyone locally here is interested in those kind of projects, and if that's the liaisonship, we can help establishing some of those connections. That was... I think, the intent of my idea.
3: Thank you. Um, So it sounds to me like when we're talking about the sustainable funding mechanisms, um, if we're working on these projects, and I say long term because there's nothing that's going to get completed in this calendar. It's probably going to go well into next year, towards the end of next year, gathering uh, the information. Um, is what we're planning sounding like it's feasible for this item uh, in terms of bringing that information as we're making progress working with these consultants working on gathering information to you to keep you apprised of what we're doing and where we're going does that sound like that's workable
1: yes and we can look forward to that more towards the end of next year Okay.
3: All right, Um, so the next item is the deferred maintenance uh, progress report. Um, We can provide um, an annual update on progress we make. I will caution you though, it is unfunded, and so we struggle to be able to do anything on the deferred maintenance. Um, If we're able to get grant funding that we can put towards it, then we will make progress and we're always looking and engaging to see what funding is available, federal funding, state funding. Um, But that's the only caution I have for you is, we might literally come back in a year and those dollar amounts might still be more or less the same or maybe they're going up because we're adding more onto that deferred maintenance list. Um, But, absolutely, we can do an annual update on where we stand. Um, Obviously, those things are going to get incorporated into the future rate increases that we're talking about. Long term, right, nothing, it, it's not gonna get addressed in a year or two years or three, or maybe even five years when we're talking over a billion dollars. Uh, but what is that long term plan to do it? And so we can share those kinds of things, especially as we uh, we gather more information on how we might be able to set rates for the long term, uh, what that might look like. Um, but so we will do annual updates on, on the deferred maintenance progress but just making sure you're understanding you might not actually hear progress. I wish it was different. I wish I could tell you something different, but that is our reality. um, And probably going to be our reality until we do get to a point uh, where we have rate increases and, and more substantive rate increases. So I'm agreeing on this one. I'm just trying to set you up so you understand what you will hear from us. Okay,
1: um, w- would we be looking at the first of those annual updates in 2023, or is that something that we would be slotting into 2024?
3: Honestly, from what we presented, what was it? I think it maybe was the last meeting or the meeting before. Um, there's not gonna be substantive progress in this year, so I, I don't see value in presenting. So w- we've All gotten we- the first annual.
1: Yeah. maintenance.
3: Um, so we'll bring it back next year. Um, Around about mid-year, I think is we'll look at when we presented it and do it uh, by the calendar going one year out Okay All right. um, So the next item is coordination with rate agencies on increases um, The request is for presentation on what has already been accomplished here this is literally conversation that I have with other uh, agency general managers uh, whoever the leaders my counterparts are in the different agencies so talking to folks like SafeCA, uh, talking to the County Department of Water Resources uh, talking to uh, folks like RD 1000 all the the flood agencies that are in the area for Sacramento or surrounding us uh, working with other water agencies Uh, we participate through uh, a regional water uh, authority and there's a lot of other agencies there so I connect with them it's just gathering when they think they're going to go for their rate increases and trying to be mindful so that when we go for rate increases we don't have multiple other people doing the same thing Um, I know historically sometimes we've held back on going for rate increases until they were done with theirs I I know there was some time in the past um, where well, we tried to move forward, and I know Safeco was moving their rate increases forward, so we opted to hold off until they were done and then go after that. So we are generating a calendar that just captures that. Now, that's not absolute, right, because those agencies can decide to make changes as, as they see fit. So that's what we're gathering, Um is this item related to that, just presenting the information we have in terms of what their timelines are for, for rate increases? Again, I'm trying to understand what information commissioners are looking for. Because if we can provide that, we can provide a calendar that shows here's the information we have on, on when other people are going for rate increases.
1: The commissioner who submitted this item here. Okay. I, I'm not sure we know the intent
3: of that. Okay. Um, we can follow up. Maybe um, I, I can follow up with the other commissioners that are, are not here to understand. I just want to make sure we're presenting what the expectation is. If, if it's just uh, sharing the calendar in terms of who's going when and we can do that and then maybe do updates as we update the calendar, we'll share it with, with commissioners. That's, that's something that's doable um, and we can start doing that like right away in a month should be good enough. All right, um, so the next item is uh, coordination of uh, development impact fees and utility rate increases. Now, I need to understand again, are we talking about, when you say coordination, are you saying that we should coordinate the timing? Or are you saying that the information related to the systems and the needs of our systems should be coordinated between the two I am not clear on which it is is the Commissioner who submitted that item here
1: I'm afraid we don't know then I'll have to have further follow-up
3: okay Um, and I I can follow up on that one as well I will say related to those, uh, to the development impact fees and the utility rate increases, if the idea is to coordinate them timing wise, that's extremely challenging. Um, development impact fees take a very detailed nexus study, which looks at the needs uh, for uh, improvements in the system, but also uh, buying into the existing system, and calculations are made on what those rates can be. Um, Rates for our rate payers doing those increases are looked at very differently uh, and and separately. The system information is common to both, but the the best practices, the regulations that drive them are, are different, and so we do them separately. If we were to combine those into one effort, we don't have enough resources internally to do that at the same time. So what we do is we try to do them um, we'll do one like we've engaged in the development impact fee, uh, conversation. We're doing that. We've done the nexus study and then we're going to go to the rate increases. So we do them in, uh, not together, but one gets done, then we, we pursue the other one just because of the resource issue. Um, but again, I'll follow up with the commissioners who are not here to understand what the intent was. All right. We'll jump over the water for the homeless. We've talked about that one. So the climate drivers uh, affecting rates. Um, it talks about looking at smoke, heat, and anything else related to climate, um, and then looking at the city's climate action plan related to electrification and anything else that uh, would uh, impact DOU. Um, an item that we had to present to commission is to talk about climate action, how utilities ensures that projects that we engage in are addressing climate change. Um, and then, you know, in the long term, what our, um, our strategy is to be able to address that and address those impacts to our systems, would that meet the intent of this item? I, I think so. Okay. All right. Um, so it sounds like so far a lot of what we have on here is from what DOU's been looking at and bringing to, to commissioners is along the same lines. So that does make me happy because that's more doable um, and, and so I appreciate that. The last item for DOU you here is um, low income assistance programs. Um, and the question is, are there any alternate methods to SURA to accomplish this? Um, the challenge we have is Prop 218 that dictates that you have to pay for the service. Um, we cannot use utility rates to pay for it. Now, SURA pays for uh, rate assistance using money out of the general fund. General fund is a challenge, right? There's not a whole lot of money there. Um, however, through, these, um, through the industry, uh, we, we monitor a lot of what the state, the federal government is doing. The state is engaging in this conversation about how the state might help with affordability and being able to engage in rate assistance. Um, It's been ongoing discussion. Obviously, the challenges that utilities face is Prop 218. But what the state is looking at, is it possible To have utilities pay a fee into the state that the state then uses to be able to assist uh, these these rate payers. Um, It's been going on for a while, though, and I'm pretty sure there's legal issues that are being analyzed and, and assessed in terms of what can be done. We are monitoring that, and absolutely anything that comes out, we will tap into. We're just not sure what we in utilities can do to help us with that. Um, I mentioned the um, conference that Ryan and his team are going to attend. I am curious when people talk about affordability, especially in other states, what are they talking about? Now, I know not all states have Prop 218, right? So it's not quite the same situation. But understanding what they're doing and what their limitations are might give us some ideas that we're not considering or haven't thought about. Um, so we're actively monitoring that. I'm not sure what else we can do related to this item specifically DOU You can do working with commissioners. So are there thoughts on, on some things that can be investigated? I'm, I'm not sure exactly what's being looked at for this item.
1: Um, th- this may have been mine. Um, I'm not sure if it was, (laughs) I suspect so. Um, I think I was hoping for the sort of information that you guys might generate in your conference, just finding out what's going on in the field on this, particularly Californian agencies. I know there's the electronic annual report, Um, maybe something's come up. Um, It it just seems like CIRA can't be the only option out there, maybe it is, Um, but I was hoping that if there were an item on the agenda, we could ourselves generate generate information if we know it, or um, just focus our conversation about it for one meeting.
3: And and we can do that. So we can bring information, you know, that we've gotten through through other uh, other means, uh, conferences. Um, I know that I attended a, a conference in in Washington DC in April, um, and there were a number of agencies, including from Washington. Um, large agencies and affordability was conversation that we had as well Um, that conference was about using uh, federal dollars to um, pursue CIP projects but they did also talk about on the off right as you're networking and, and talking about challenges that we all face the conversation about affordability and I have not yet heard an agency that has anything beyond something like Sura. Um, Obviously, uh, some agencies are able to fund it through with their rates, right, a portion, a percentage of the rates are assigned to go into a fund that goes into that. Um, But in California, they're not quite the same thing. We're not allowed to do the same thing. Um, So I haven't heard anything that is outside that or that makes me think, oh, okay, that might be an interesting idea we should, you know, look into. But I think we can do that, right? We can schedule a discussion. We can bring in information that we have um, or that we're hearing through these other forums on on what other people are doing just for discussion and then we can see where it goes. Um, I think discussion's okay. I'm just not sure what else in in terms of information we can bring to this topic um, that we haven't already looked into.
1: I I would welcome that discussion.
3: Okay. All right. Um, so, from the DOU perspective, um, that's the end of the items. I know we have John uh, Ferbo participating for recycling solid waste. He's online. Um, how how do I? <laughs> <laughs> um, is John there? John is. Would you like me to bring yes, him? Yes, please. Okay.
0: John, can you unmute?
8: Yep, I just unmuted. I had to get admitted as a panelist. Could even start my video.
3: Hey, John. Um, so the two items for recycling solid waste. Um, the first is the recycling solid waste programs implementation update. I know from conversation with you, you said that's doable uh, in in the next year timeframe. So in in 2024, doing a presentation.
8: Absolutely, and. Um, You know, I was listening to the whole meeting and the conversation about doing it um, as soon as we could. I think early in 2024 would be ideal. We have a few things happening uh, in the fall. By then, we should have a good idea about the effects of the food waste recycling program, which was a big part of the implementation and uh, the effects of that on diversion. Um, Some changes to our sorting facility on the recycling side and our first electric truck should be here, uh, likely in November, so by early 2024 we should have some experience with routing that truck and can report back a little bit on uh, some of that. So are some of the things we committed to in front of this commission when we were uh, spent a lot of time in front of the commission in 2021 prior to the rate adjustment. So uh, I think early 2024 would be great for that.
3: All right. Um, The last item uh, is related to uh, the recycling solid waste rate cost drivers. Um, the description says uh, to provide a summary of rate drivers for the commissioners understanding example commercial and food waste contracts, labor costs, foreseeable costs related to the city's climate action plan.
8: Yeah, I think we can do that as well. And maybe what we can do in the first presentation when we do the implementation update is, is sort of do a, a small dive into that with uh, maybe an overview of the enterprise fund. Our largest rate driver, our largest driver of rates would be the labor and our labor agreement amongst 11 other 11 total rate uh, uh, labor agreements is up this summer. So by early next year, we could even have that information as well, which would help define, you know, uh, sort of a high level view and then maybe a sub do that in a subsequent presentation is what I would propose. All
3: right. Um, Is there any discussion commissioners want to have with John while he's on related to these items? No, I think we're good, John. Thank you. Thank you. Thank
8: you for letting me attend remotely. Uh, Have a great evening. You too. I'll keep listening if any other questions come up.
3: Great. Thank you. So, commissioners, going down the list, they're certainly doable. Obviously, the timeline is is the the factor. Um, for DOU, um, we can do the uh, presentation on on our strategic plan uh, and and the implementation uh, document. Uh, we can do that this year. Um, the sustainable funding mechanisms—that's going to be a next year item because that is a longer-term one. Uh, we could we could talk about uh, doing regular updates uh, over, you know, maybe quarterly in terms of what we've learned, where we're at, and where we're going to go to next. Um, the deferred maintenance uh, progress report that we're going to do annually, so we'll bring that uh, sort of mid-year next year. Um, the coordination with rate agencies—that I. Um, So I'm going to follow up with uh, the commissioners who are not here just to make sure I understand what they're looking for. If they are looking for just a calendar, um, we can provide that uh, within the next month, so that's certainly doable in the short term. If they're looking for more, then that's going to take more effort and we'll have to figure out what that timeline will be. the same is with the coordination of the development impact fees and, and rate increases. Um, I need to follow up with the commissioners just to make sure I understand that. Um, the providing water for the homeless, I, I think what we can do there is probably the next meeting is we can bring that memo that we put together for our council member Valenzuela, present it to commissioners. And then you can figure out your next steps in terms of your outreach to uh, nonprofits, or, or how you want to do that, and then also, what support do you need from DOU so we can understand that support need that there might be? Um, the climate drivers affecting rates. Um, we have a lot of information related to climate drivers, so we might split that up over a couple of meetings just so that we can present engaging conversation and make it fruitful conversation. So we might do it over a couple meetings, um, but I would say um, we also have to look at how many meetings we have left um, in, in the year and figure out everything we need to go through. We might be able to do one presentation this year, Um, but I I need to uh, talk to staff, confirm that, look at the the, uh, meeting schedule. Um, The low income assistance programs, um, I'd say let us engage, uh, let folks go to this next conference coming up. Let's see what we hear and maybe after that, uh, our next meeting we can present, have a conversation on what we know. Um, and, and maybe discussion on, on possibilities and figure out where that could go. Um, so, that's something that we could do this year. Um, so, we're going to need to go back, get the calendar meetings out, and then see what we can do in each meeting. Um, and then, from John Febo, obviously the, the two items on recycling solid waste will be in next year. Um, So we'll do that, too, is looking at the items that we're pushing into next year, try to look at what that calendar would look like uh, for all of us. Um, But yeah, high level at this point, it looks like this is doable. From from DOU's perspective, and that's what it sounds like for recycling solid waste. Um, And yeah, this lines up with wanting to bring um, these pieces of information Two commissioners on a regular basis so that you have an understanding of what we're doing, where we're at, and then when we do come with, okay, these are the rate increases we're going to look for, you have a a perspective on what the background to all of that is. All right. Um, That's it for this list. so yeah, um, action items, I have two follow-up items to talk to Commissioner Gutowski and uh, Commissioner Van der um, I am scheduled to see Commissioner Van der on Friday. She's gonna do a tour of our water treatment plant and, and some of our sumps, so I might be able to engage with her and ask her these questions. And then I'll, I'll try to get in touch with Commissioner Gutowski to ask that question so that I can, we can send, Brian will be able to send an email out to commissioners to let them know the specifics on those two items. And if it is what we're thinking, we're good to go. We'll spell everything out um, and develop the calendar. Thank you.
7: Thank you
1: very much.
0: Are there any members of the public who wish to speak on this item? Thank you, Chair. I have no slips for the, if um, we're in here, and uh, nothing online. Thank you.
1: Um, and are there any commissioners who wish to speak on this?
4: It's boring. I'm not boring. But I was you last time, too. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason. I'm, I'm just concerned about the providing water for homeless. It, it's actually a worthy endeavor. But I don't think as a advisory commission um, that's something that we are having within our purview. It, especially if it involves any kind of finances, even partnering with volunteers or other agencies. I don't think as a commission we can partner with anybody and sign any kind of understanding or agreement. I think that would better be brought up in front of city council and using some of the funds that have already been given to the state, the city, the, the county for um, homeless services and let social services spearhead something like that. I just don't know that that's, you know, Department of Utilities probably isn't going to take that on and partner with anybody and as a Commission I don't think we can actually sign anything to partner with somebody. That would involve and and I just think that might be better brought up and addressed in a different, you know, because you had mentioned you're not sure And, and I'm just saying I'm not sure that's under our purview so that would be my only concern there. So, it's something worthy that should have been done a long time ago. Set up hydration stations, sanitation stations. I don't know why. That's not my call. But um, those are some things that possibly could be addressed elsewhere. Just a thought. Commissioners? I would, I guess, is there um,
1: any
6: problem with hearing, I think the action item that we heard DOU might be able to help us with would be sharing the memo you've already prepared for Councilmember Valenzuela on that topic. Is that is there, um, is it something that the commission does not necessarily, um, if we do not have over the item, is it something we can still express support for, for um, ideas that have already are being explored by other people
3: who maybe have
6: that um, authority?
3: So from the work DOU did, um, DOU is limited because of Prop 218. We cannot provide water that's not paid for. Um, and so from that perspective, um, our hands are tied. What can be done, and we looked at the East Bay month scenario, uh, where I believe it was in the news media a, a while ago that they were providing water to the homeless. What they were doing was uh, providing a tap service uh, on property that already had water service. And the property was owned by nonprofits. Um, and they, the nonprofit, paid the bull for the water. Now, the city could do the same thing because it's, it's any property owner, right? If you have a home uh, that has a faucet on your property and you're okay with uh, the man house folks coming in and, and filling up bar water, getting buckets of water, whatever that is, and you pay that bill, that is of no impact to DOU because we're collecting the cost for providing that service. Um, So that's where we had ended up. Also, we had communicated with uh, YPSI Youth Parks uh, Community Enrichment um, Department, and uh, they, at a few parks in the city, have bottle filling stations where people can get water. And so what YPSI did was put together a map um, of where those bottle filling stations are. That could be shared with nonprofits to share with uh, the homeless. Um, and, and that was done, and that was all shared with Council Member Valenzuela at the time. Um, so, yes, sharing that memo and the information is basically what I've indicated to you, what we looked at. Um, and um, we've left it at that point because there's nothing more that DOU can do. Um, but, I mean, the information's available. It's not gonna take us more work to go investigate. Um, we can bring that, share the memo with council. Actually, I think we could just email the memo to you. It's nothing, it's not top secret, confidential. Um, and then you can decide what you wanna do with that information um, as next steps. Um, but yeah, from the DOU perspective, we're limited in, in what we can do. We've sort of done everything we can at this point. Commissioners, any? Yeah, my, my thought was
1: not that we would contract. It would be that this is a public venue which might highlight this or, or show that there could be a connection between nonprofits and DOU on this. Not not that we would do that. Um,
4: no, I understand that. I, I just don't think we could speak for DOU taking that on, but I liked your idea about the filling stations. You know, the... The Great. water filling stations that you mentioned, that that's something that maybe we just need to put a little push to somebody else to f- push that elsewhere and it could become a reality. I don't know that DOU is going to be signing on for that responsibility.
3: Uh, and, and no, we can't. So at least not from the Prop 218, the rate payer perspective. Um, I, yeah, um, not an area I'm familiar with. Uh, we'd have to have conversation in terms of who would take that on, where in the city that goes, and and where does the money come from to fund that? Um, I know the bottle-filling stations that Yipsey has were provided through various grants over time, um, and that's why it's not every park in the city. It's just uh, a few select parks. Um, So, yeah, unfortunately, I don't know enough about how that might be moved forward.
1: Okay, um, but we'll get the memo, the memo that, that shows yes. where we are.
3: Yeah. Okay. Um, we'll make sure we email that out to you.
4: We can definitely discuss it, but I just think, you know, we're not going to be able to really sign on to be partner with it. Okay.
1: Uh, any last comments, commissioners? No. This item is for review, so no vote is required. Um, Are there Commissioner comments, ideas, and questions for matters not on the agenda? Are we done? Oh, are there public comments for matters not on the agenda? Thank you, Chair. No, I have no
0: public comments. This
1: concludes today's agenda. Thank you, everyone, for your participation. This meeting is adjourned.